Let's wait for people to come in. <laughs> okay. So, this is a Dexcan project, and we are presenting um, it live. Okay. With uh, Valerie and Wayne Ming Huang. Yeah, yeah so, hi guys. So, um, here we are at uh, Action Spot. Yeah, and today we want to talk about Dexon. And for some reason, there's no people at this <laughs> meetup, which is fine. So, we're just doing a live stream. So, everyone can look at the recordings. Or maybe if you are looking at this right now, you can just come here. So, uh, we are Dexon and we are a team based in Taiwan and the Silicon Valley and we are actually here to talk about our new project called Dexon yeah and so in short so Dexon is just a very fast and low latency blockchain which you can think about a faster Ethereum and with lower latency so our confirmation time is around three seconds and also our transaction through who can reach uh, 10k in a single shard and the underlying consensus layer is called a Dexon consensus and um, we developed an algorithm by ourselves and also we published <clears throat> a few papers on it including some academic code paper which we will be submitting to um, academic conference this year and next year okay so I think it's probably easier to just do a demo so you guys can see how it works. So let me see if I can record the screen. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so this is the Dexon's blockchain board called a Dexcan and it's basically like Etherscan and also uh, one thing I forgot to mention is that the Dexon itself is Ethereum compatible and also the source code is open so you can just go to uh, github.com slash Dexon foundation to look at the code and we have a separate repository called um, Dexon consensus so Dexon consensus it's uh like a SDK for that you can use to plug into any blockchain to enable uh Dexon consensus. So for example, you can um take any blockchain phone node and just integrate it with Dexon consensus and just run the normal blockchain. So the repository here um contains the implementation of the consensus algorithm itself according to our paper that we publish openly. And also we got a simulation folder here that you can run a sim simulation for the consensus algorithm. And, uh, and the Dexon repository here is our implementation of our Dexon blockchain, which is based on Go Ethereum. And it's also open source and all code is available on GitHub. So let's come back to look at our explorer. And so what you're seeing here is the Dexon block latest. So the reason we call it block latest is that because it's not a single chain. So it's a multi-chain 
structure that each block act uh, the blocks on other other chain, and together they they uh, produce a block deck. Then we use a con algorithm called a total ordering algorithm to compact it into a single chain. So when I press this button, you can see that the entire like six chain is compacted into a single chain. And actually, every block here is a real block. When you click into the block, the explorer will show you the entire uh, all the transactions, including the block. And also, you can see our live TPS is around 100 currently. And this is only um, the transactions we. Uh, it's only the transactions we. Uh, sent out by using the monkey, uh, which is a uh, uh, robot that we just want to test out the capacity of the blockchain. And in our actual mainnet, the throughput can reach at least 10k TPS with only a single shard. And we are also going to include the sharded design in our mainnet, which will allow us to reach at least a million transaction per second. So, um, let me do a very simple uh, demo to show you the latency. So we also modified the MetaMask to support uh, Dexon, and we called it the uh, Dexon. Anyway, it's just a modified version of uh, MetaMask. So here we connect to the wallet, uh, so you can see I have this amount of balance. And let me try to send some coins to a random address. Let me just pick an address here, copy it, <clears throat> and send it um, in my wallet. So sending one DEX to a random address. So after I click, click send, you can see that how fast the confirmation is. It should only take about four to five seconds, depending on the network condition. And it's confirmed. And the point is also that because the Dexon consensus itself is uh, BFT finality, so it doesn't rely on uh, blockchain confirmation count. So normally, when using like POW chains, you need to wait for confirmation count. Like uh, Bitcoin is probably you need to wait for six, and you don't wait for ten or more. But in um, POS-based algorithms that have BFT BFT finality. You don't have to wait. So once the the transaction is confirmed, it's confirmed instantly. So as you can see, um, the confirmation time is extremely low. It's about three seconds, and we got the actual confirmation. And also, the entire blockchain is currently is uh, Ethereum compatible. So you can just replace your current Ethereum endpoint with the Dexon RPC endpoint, and you can try it yourself. So all the D apps should just work. Uh, without issues on Dexon. And I'm also going to demo another feature called uh, uh, Random Oracle on the Dexon blockchain. So let me open the Dexon version of the Remix IDE. So one very important feature about Dexon <coughs> is that we have an on-chain Render Oracle. So by me, on-chain is that the random value is provided by the blockchain itself. So unlike other blockchains like Ethereum, so usually on Ethereum or EOS, you need to 
calculate the arena value based on the block number or even like block hash. But those are actually biasable. If you are a miner, you can try to bias the block hash to favor your transactions, which is undesired because we want a fair system. So for example, if you are, want to build a die scan, you usually want to have a true random number so that no one can like hack you, which is what happened on EOS recently. And so here, let me demonstrate that. We also modified the Ethereum virtual machine to support a new OP code called a rent. So when rent is called, it re returns a random value uh, for the smart contract. And the details is also written in our wiki, uh, our wiki page. So you can just go to uh, Dexon Foundation slash wiki. <coughs> and just search for the on-chain random oracle. And there's a detailed explanation on how we implement it. So the main idea is that we use uh, something called a DKG. Uh, distributed key generation and uh, this DKG said they sign each block with a threshold signature and the threshold signature because it's unpredictable so it's used as a random source for our blockchain and so here's an example so I have a contract local variable called value and if I call the update function it will just set the value to a rent so this rent variable it's um, like I said, uh, Dexon uh, random value. So behind it is actually the OP rent that we implemented. And the get function here just read it out. So let's try this out. Uh, hold on for a second. Let me use the older compiler version. Hold on, seems seem to be having some problems with the compiler. Okay, I think it just compiled. And we can actually deploy this onto the Dexon testnet. So let me just click on the deploy. And here the uh, Dekusan, which is our modification of MetaMask will show up and we can hit confirm to deploy the contract. And this should be coming right now. Okay, it's here. Okay, it's deployed. So initially, if I call get, it should just return nothing or over zeros because I didn't call the updates. So then I call update to update the random value. and give it a few seconds. Sorry, yeah, it's there. So we can see that we have a now, we now have a random value. And note that these random values are not calculated based on the block header or block hash. It's a true random that no one can predict because we are using the threshold signature created by, created by the DKG set. And I just call the update the second time. So click and get should give me a different random value. So yeah, that's it. So this is the random value feature on Dexon.
So if you want to try this out, you can just go to remix.dexon.org and you can see, you can try it out for yourself. Okay. So that's actually it. So I think I see that we have three people watching this live stream. So anyone got any problems, I can just answer them myself. Or maybe you guys can come to the action spot. <laughs> yeah. Olga, anything you want to ask Wayne? Yeah, I have some questions. Yeah. So on the on the latency aspect. Um let me let me do the right question. Um when you are doing the latency, let's say um it's a blockchain, right? So it's transferable to any application. Mm -hmm. I can use it on Ethereum. Uh no, you uh, <coughs> it's it's like a faster Ethereum. It's a so yeah, it's a standalone blockchain. It's not okay. like it's not Ethereum. So what would be the real life applications for it? Examples. So where can I use it? Okay, so the most common stuff is like a dice game, which is like a game mode again, you just roll dice, and if the number is lower than a certain value, you win. So if I so, play, I just came back from Vegas and I was taught how to play craps. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know craps, right? Yeah. Okay, so if I'm playing craps, how can uh, the decks can help help me to win in craps? So it doesn't against all odds and against the house. So so it doesn't help you to win. Actually, on the on the country, it. it provides uh, <laughs> like a real random number. So that prevent anyone to hack it. So uh, a while ago on EOS, there's a lot of D apps being hacked because their random value generation is not true random. So people kind of crack their algorithm on how they generate the random value. Mm -hmm. So they are able to calculate the exact way to generate a value that will make their bet win. So the control owner will lose a lot because all their control will be drained. So this is, if you are the developer yourself and you want to make a dice game, and I think this is what you want. You want a, a true random number that is unbiasable. That but no one in, can bias. In, let's say in craps, the most common number is seven, right? Uh -huh. When you throw the dice with two sides, the number is seven. Uh -huh. So this is the most common. So it's already not random. Okay. So that means... On I think it's still random, but it's just the weight of different number are not even right maybe like the number seven will have higher chance of showing up but the actual number is still random mm -hmm. so I, I think what you're talking about is is true like people was talking about like how blockchain can change through the world mm -hmm. but the fundamental issue is that no one is actually using any blockchain application that we people use every day so for example those most of the blockchain applications are just like dice game and like um, other, mostly yeah, gambling game. So you, you don't use these apps every day, not like Facebook or any other apps or maps. And so I think the most important issue is that we want to solve these kind of issues. So to make blockchain like a, um, like a new backend for applications. What's it called? I, so basically thing, right now yeah. what you are talking about that the most common application is gambling, right? Yeah. But if you talk to our companies, they are trying to 
cure the cancer with blockchain, which I'm not sure how. Uh, uh, they are trying to save the tigers in Amazon. They are trying to send the spaceships to space. Once again, I'm not sure how. But uh, they are trying to solve the security problems, uh, which maybe uh, it's possible. So how is Dexon can besides gambling is there any other application like banking uh-huh right yeah that can do it yeah of course like financial applications are always the most most uh easy thing to implement on the blockchain because right. all the token transfer you can think of it as a financial mm -hmm. transaction so i think another thing uh actually we another thing what we're building right now is uh like it's called a sql vm so it basically uh provide you a SQL interface to a blockchain because uh, if you think of blockchain, it's actually just a key value store, but it's an authenticated key value store. So a lot of like uh, SQL database behind the SQL database is actually a key value store. Yeah, so you so, basically the, the, the so we, doing the, if you mm -hmm. are able to parse the SQL syntax and just uh, use the blockchain key value store as its backend. You can allow people that doesn't know how to write a smart contract to use SQL to manipulate a blockchain. So one of our uh, VMs on the Dexon blockchain is that we will have a SQL-based virtual machine that will allow you to deploy uh, something like a schema onto the blockchain, which you can later use standard SQL to select and update the blockchain. Anyway, so. It is possible. It's one of one of our uh, ideas to make blockchain into like a platform as a service, like parse. So basically, you can you should consider blockchain as a new backend, like something that people can just use for. Uh, I mean, the developer can use it for free, and they also have to pay for themselves if they want to use it, because whenever they want to send a transaction, they need to uh, have some coins, say Ethereum or Dexon token. So in order to send a transaction. So I think it's a newer model that will possibly replace some of the backend in the future. Yeah, anyways. So, yeah. Okay, so basically what you were saying, you're building a replacement to SQL. Uh, it's a replacement. I, w I won't say it's a complete replacement, but it's an attempt to replace part of it. So, so we have right now no SQL, we have SQL yeah. in all sorts of flavors and formats. Uh -huh. And you think that Dexon will replace it? I don't I don't think they it will replace all of them, but it will be a attempt to replace some of it. Because for very simple applications you don't need a complex like um very complex syntax or complex storage for it. For maybe like for D apps like um CryptoKitties, those kind of stuff you just need a key value store and that is a very good use of blockchain itself but uh, okay this is all good but my background is in hardware so now if you look at the so all the blockchain events and everything is running on OS right? uh -huh. different flavors of operation system mm -hmm. operation system runs on some sort of firmware yeah and firmware runs on some sort of hardware mm -hmm. right each of these has a, some sort of private keys in their technology. Uh, not necessary, but yeah, it's possible. Like the TPM, the trusted platform module. Yeah. So, 
Research technology right now in a solid state device is called NVM. Yeah. And trusted, yeah, trusted compute proof. That solved the problem of the latency in a hardware. Uh -huh. So we switched from milliseconds to nanoseconds. Uh -huh. And it also has encryption and security. Yes. Right? So that means I'm solving my SQL problems. Uh, but I think it's in a different level because the the point that but that that NVM gets inherited by Linux or any other yeah, OS but, you have, but the, and then it gets inherited by the applications. Of course, but the point of having a blockchain is you have a public available key value store which is authenticated. If you have a local like a SQL instance locally on your disk, no one can trust that uh, what you store on top of it. So, blockchain provide a way to for everyone to inspect the content on it, and also to authenticate it. That's the main point. So of course you can you cannot just compare it to a normal like uh, centralized application, because, I mean, w w what blockchain can do, centralized application can always do. So the main point is that it provide a publicly authenticable. So basically, what the blockchain can do is help create a. Trustless system, decentralized trustless yes. system, right? Yes. So and I think you can consider like, for example, the Ethereum virtual machine as a distributed computer. So it kind of, so the way that because different miners will, they collaboratively uh, create the, okay. So they collaboratively uh, process the transactions and validate it. And I think the point is that because all of that is happening in public, so everyone can verify it. That's right. So that's why I think not every uh, apps need to be, I, I mean, not every centralized application need to be replaced by a app. but it could be a hybrid model, say, um, some gain credit or token, only those related to financial or have value can be on the blockchain, but others can remain a centralized system. What about health industry and insurance industry? I think that is all possible. Like, even someone say they can, you can store a lot of like, uh, for example, your um, medical information on top of blockchain. But I myself won't think that is a good application of it because that means your data is all out there open, in the open. So for something that you want privacy, you probably don't want it to store it directly on blockchain, but you could public store the proof of the data instead. Mm -hmm. For example, a, a checksum of the data instead of the real data itself. So the data can store somewhere else in a private server. Mm -hmm. But when you need to validate it, you can just calculate a checksum of the data and compare that with the ones on the blockchain. It's probably a better use of it instead of actually storing the data on top of blockchain. So that is also why people are talking about second layer solution that not every transaction need to, be, to go onto the main, uh, main chain. Yes. You can calculate the, it offline, then later on just commit a proof on top of it. So basically use a cold storage and uh, online storage. Um, yes, yeah. So yeah, anyway, this is Dexon. And we, the main idea is that we provide a faster version and more scalable version of Ethereum and make a lot of decentralized application that is previously, previously impossible possible. For example, a single CryptoKitty DApp can, uh, I mean, 
can clog out the entire Ethereum network, which shouldn't happen on uh, Dexon because our TPS is at least 10K. Yeah, so this is uh, already suitable for a practical real world usage. For example, Visa process, I think at a peak of uh, 40K and on average is 2000. So that means Dexon is already capable of processing the same amount of data compared to a Visa. Yeah. But Visa uses different type of networks. Yeah, of course. So what you are saying, Dexon can use Visa. Dexon can offer Visa an application which is stable, reliable. Yeah, it can provide and a. Can be a solution. Yes, so it can provide a payment infrastructure for a new kind of payment system that is based on blockchain. Currently, currently there's none, but in the future, who knows. Who else is in this market or even in this space who would be uh, compatible or comparable to Dexon? So I think there are a lot of algorithms out there, uh, including like uh, Algorand and Definity. And there's also Thunder Token. So I think most of these new blockchains that are all based on the more superior consensus algorithm, not like a normal proof of work. And they are usually faster and um, also with higher throughput and lower confirmation time. But I think Dexon, currently I think Dexon have the lowest confirmation time of them all. So if I compare you to Ripple, what's the pros and cons? So Ripple is not an actual blockchain. It's just a ledger, so it's not a real blockchain. And um, I will say that Dexon provide a um, like a, because uh, Dexon supports smart contract, which Ripple does not. So Dexon is more suitable of other kind of application. But Dexon, um, I mean, Ripple is mostly useful for like simple exchanges of assets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Dexon is more flexible in terms of uh, applications. Mm -hmm. uh, that's interesting. So guys, do you have any questions? Anyone online has any questions? Okay, so can <laughs> you do me the demo with dApps? Do you have any demo with dApps? Oh yeah, actually we have a very... Let's do the dApps de demo. But I'm not sure if... Um, let me see. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, this currently doesn't work because our, yeah, because the contract is not actually deployed, but this so is... So let's do the demo without... Uh, the... Oh. Um... I don't think I have a working demo other than Can you actually talk about it? Oh okay so sure so uh, it's actually uh reversi. So do you know about reversi? Yeah. Yeah so <coughs> it's but the, maybe you can explain what is it? Yeah so reverse it um all right. So reverse is basically uh a game where you it's very hard to explain without the graphics. <laughs> Let me see if yeah, I can just Google go any any <coughs> so for reverse you basically compete with so you have a black side and white side and so 
for example, um, if you place a white here, mm -hmm. you will change the black here and here into uh, white. So if you have a uh, like if you're if you're uh, white, cross over to other blacks, you will turn them into white. Mm -hmm. So the game's goal is that if you <coughs> occupy more grounds after the game ended, then the side wins. <coughs> okay, so uh, for diversity, uh, which is uh, the decentralized version of reversity. So uh, the game is like this. So initially you can take the white or the black side and you can kind of invest in one of the side and um, in each steps you all of anyone anyone can just uh, vote for uh, vote for a step it's actually really hard to explain let me try see if I can ask my colleagues to deploy the smart contracts hold on can you uh, move away from the my screen I'm going to talk to my colleagues okay. to just deploy contracts so we'll we'll show show my face okay yes we'll show the face so we are working on deploying the smart contract yay So just give a sec. So we are trying to deploy the smart contract. <laughs> I think Popo is looking at the at the live streaming right now. So oh. Popo is our the other co-founder. Co-founder. Yes, one of my co-founders. Hi, Popo. So can I show now the screen? Uh, not yet. Almost done. Okay. We cannot show the screen yet, but the contract is getting executed. Yeah. So while we are waiting for the deployment,
So I don't know if you guys noticed about this. So this is the actual Dexon block datis. So as you can see, we have six chain that produce block in parallel. And each block will act other blocks on a different chain. And collaboratively, they uh, form a block deck, which we later use the Dexon total ordering algorithm to compaction that into a single chain. So if we want to increase the throughput of our blockchain system, we can do that by just in, uh, adding more chains in our system. And that can be done with uh, sending, by sending a transaction to the governance contract. So one thing about our governance contract is that it's Ethereum ABI compatible, but it's not actually written in Solidity. So it's actually written in uh, Golang. So, but it's like a, more like a fixed pipeline virtual machine instead of uh, the one that is running on EVN. Okay, let's see if the contract is deployed. Not yet. And for the users out there, if you want to um, test out Dexon yourself, you can just go to the Dexscan. The URL is uh, testnet.dexscan.org. And you can install the Dexon wallet. So actually, a better link may be dexon.org slash developer. Once you go there, there will be instruction to add, um to to get a testnet token. So once you install the Dexon wallet, you can just uh, fill in your address here and press request, and you can get the uh, testnet tokens. So for example, when I did this, it will say the request success real transaction, and you just go to Press the link here, and you can see the transaction is already confirmed. So super fast. And there you have it. No, not yet. <laughs> no? Still waiting for... Okay, so this is actually our internal developer network. So I can see the live TPS here is around 3K. And we are testing the stability of our blockchain system. So in the DevNet, we tend to uh, increase the, the transaction created by the robots to test the stability of the network. So as you can see, this is already like uh, 150 times faster than Ethereum, which is around only 20 transactions per second. Okay, still not there yet. Maybe I should just 
go through the PDFs. It's actually our pitch deck. So let me introduce the team anyways. So um Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh Dexon and uh, here's our team. So we have Popo Chen, our co-founder, and me myself. So and actually uh Google's senior engineer, I used to be. Then I quit Google to start uh, Robin Hood and Dexon. And I'm a contributor to uh, Linux kernel, Chromium OS, and other open source projects. And also I've been in the blockchain industry for more than five years. And Popo himself is a serial entrepreneur, which is the founder of Seventeen Media, which is the largest live streaming platform in Asia. And he already exited at a valuation of 2,000 million. And uh, we are actually from a, so he's actually my upperclassman. So we, uh, we were in the same college. So we are both from the National Taiwan University Electrical Engineering. And this is our uh, chief scientist. So his um, major research field is in the PQC, post-quantum cryptography. And he also uh, contributed to a lot in that Dexon consensus algorithm design. Okay, so let me see. Okay, so maybe I should talk about uh, Dexon crypto solution. So, <clears throat> so one thing about Dexon is that it's this very decentralized. So compared to say other blockchains, say EOS. So EOS, people know that it's fast. So each block is uh, delivered at only 0.5 seconds. But the problem is that it's still, it only have 21 nodes, which is very centralized. And Dexon on the other hand, we can have uh, more than 10K of nodes, and but still maintain a very low latency. And we achieve that by using something called a uh, verifiable <laughs> random function, a VRF. Um, okay, so there are a lot other blockchains that also make use of VRF, but our VRF is slightly different from theirs. So um, one example is Algorand, which also use uh, VRF. But actually we are going to publish a paper about Algorand's VRF and compare it to Dexon's. And we can prove that we can actually bias Algorand's VRF easily and um, make it less secure than what we have in Dexon. So the main idea on Dexon is that we use a VRF differently. So the way we do it is that uh, in each run in the Dexon, we will have a CRS, which is called a common industry. And the CRS is generated by the DKG set. A DKG is a distributed key generation, and they produce a threshold signature on the CRS variable for the next round. So the CRS will then used to be compared with other blocks on the system. So each, each, uh, each block proposer produce a block, they use their private key to sign a block, then later on they broadcast it. And the CRS signature is compared with the round CRS and the smaller wins. So it gives you a rank and the smaller CIS will be chosen as the as the block proposer. So the actual process is way more complicated than this. We use a 
something called a Byzantine Agreement, and the the rank produced by the C, by the CRS is actually used to uh, speed up the BA process. So our BA is very similar to other BAs like um, PBFT or other other two-phase commits are uh, commit based, but our network assumption is that we are uh, in a synchronous network. And okay, okay, so we are in a synchronous network. Uh, so a synchronous network means that the bound between two uh, good nodes, that the, there is a bound between two good nodes when they send a message. So for example, I can say that uh, a message sent from A to B is guaranteed to be received under 100 milliseconds. If it doesn't, then we will um, assume the message sending is failed. Okay, so this is the network assumption in our system. So we assume that there is always a bound in the network latency when we are sending a transaction. Okay, so anyways, if you are interested in the Dexon Byzantine Agreement, uh, we have published a paper in, uh, you can find it in Dexon.org and there's a white paper section and you can look at our actual implementation. And also we are going to submit a few academic paper to um, some blockchain conference. So it's targeted to be there um, the end of the year or next year. Anyways, let me see if the contracts, oh, it's there, okay. Let's do the demo. Yeah. So um, you can you are able to pick one of the sites. Okay, am I on live stream? Yes, you are. So uh, let me reply here. You're yeah. So this is all actually on the testnet itself. So you can see after I hit the confirmation, the message will show up in only around three seconds. Yes, it's there. So as you can see, it's super fast. So now I can invest in one of the side. So maybe I will pick the cat side. So I can give it a hundred share. Ah, no, maybe just ten, initially. So for the people watch, watching live stream, you can probably go to diversity.online and try out the live chatting yourself okay so I'm, I'm going to ask my colleague to find the other side so we can start again okay someone found it so the game was done in two minutes And just another reminder, just uh, if you want to try out the, our testnet, just go to dexon.org slash developer. Okay, only 
one minute left. Let's just wait for it. Almost there. So I think this game is very unique in that uh, initially I picked on the cat side, but at the end, uh, it doesn't necessary, if the cats win, I, it's not necessary that I will, will uh, gain the most. So it's more like a, like a half gambling game. So initially you invest in the team, but later on you can actually uh, purchase shares to influence the other team because every step in the, in the, in the game can be uh, voted by sending more tokens. Okay, so here's the game. So as you can see, so we have, uh, that's so, okay, so it's the dog first. So in the dog's turn, you can select which step you wanna go. So for example, I can propose, I think, yeah, I can propose, propose these steps. Okay, someone already made a proposal. I think it's my colleague. So he made a proposal here. And you, as you can see, it's actually Doc's turn, but I can still go and just vote for him. So I can vote for Tensure. Okay, cool. It says, please support my step. <laughs> okay, I support it. So we set the turn to end in two minutes. So after two minutes, the steps with the most share will be confirmed. So as you can see that I initially I, uh, invest 10 in a cat side, then later I use the vote to buy another 10 share in the dog side. So I, now I actually um, invest in both. So if in the end, the dogs win, I still get some tokens. So it doesn't actually matter that which side initially I picked. The only thing matters is that uh, which side I invest in the most and which side actually wins. So I think uh, during the game, you'll find yourself um, kind of I've have a, you don't know which side you want to support because if you invest in both, it's very hard for you to decide that uh, which side you wanted to win. So it's kind of interesting. So as you can see, uh, other people just send another proposal. But currently, yes, there's zero shares. So the first one should win. So after 45 seconds, as you can see in the countdown, this step will be made. So let's chat more. 
Okay, it's here. Oh, shit. Okay, so as you can see, the round just ended. So the last step is executed, so these are all black. And now I can try the other move. So I think this is a better one. I think so. So let me pick this one. Okay, then confirm. Hmm. I think I click way too many times. So anyways, so this is my proposal. Oops. Okay, and now I can vote it to give it shares. So I'll maybe give it 10 votes. So as you can see, uh, the confirmation time is very slow. And I think this is why I said that Dexon make it possible to for actual dApps to work. Because if you imagine if you are doing this on Ethereum, it will be very painful because it's super slow. You need to wait at least 12 seconds and you need to give it enough uh, gas in order for it to execute that. Okay, let me try it again. Uh, I think there's a slight bug in the, in, the, in the wallet apps. So anyway, anyway, you get a point. So each step, uh, people can propose new steps and other people can vote on it. And at the end, you can get the pool of Dexon token that is being sent to the, this game um, proportional to the shares you have. So the side that loses will get none and you will get some of the token based on your shares. So that is the main point. Yeah, so this is a demo the apps we use on Dexon. This is perfect. Thank you very much. Um, any questions, guys? Okay. Uh, thank you for staying with us. Yeah, no problem. And good luck. Yeah, thanks. Uh, in, in, in case you have questions, uh, we will post under the live stream the contact information for Dexon, and uh, and it will you can reach out directly to Wei and mm -hmm. to Valerie. Okay. Thank yeah, you very much. Enjoy. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.